You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. After nine South African time, it's a beautiful night, it's a beautiful evening. Yes, to all of those listeners who have just tuned in and who has just joined us right now, let's welcome you into the program on this beautiful night, the night of Yomul Jumu'ah. And of course, it's time for our discussion every Thursday night. The discussion, and of course, uh, with our beloved senior, uh, renowned alim, well-known alim throughout the world, not only in South Africa, our beloved uh, Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, Damad Barakatuhum, all the way from Ladiesmith. Every Thursdays, we we actually choose a topic, and now and then we do have uh, uh, some um, some guests, you know, and uh, some guests, and they do come in and advise us as well. So this evening tonight, it will be myself and my beloved senior Ustad, and our topic will be sons that invite the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I want every listener to tune in and to listen attentively. You know what's happening around the world. You know what's happening around in your community, my beloved beautiful listeners of uh, uh, Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Sometimes we see the battle happening. We see the wrong happening. But we are chuk. We are afraid of speaking out. You know exactly. You know exactly what sin's happening around you. It could be any type of sin. It could be the major sin. It could be the minus. But at the end of the day, it's a sin. A sin that invites the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's welcome our beloved Ustad early this beautiful, mashallah. Uh, I won't say early, of course, late evening. Uh, Ustad, welcome to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. to you and our esteemed listeners. MashaAllah, I was listening to your question and answers, uh-huh. and you really sapped the energy of our listeners. But Ustad, Ustad, uh, 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 please guide me, just for one or two minutes, it's off the topic, off the topic. Uh, do, you, do you think I should feel sad, Ustad, because there are listeners out there, they don't even know the age of Hazrat Aisha when she got married, the age of the Nabi Sam when he got married to Bibi Khadija, the age of Bibi Khadija when she got married. I don't know, Ustad, do you think maybe they are learning or do you think maybe it's very important that we should learn our Islamic history? Ustad. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena astafa. Amma ba'du fa'awudhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال تعالى في مقام آخر وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامٍ آخَرٍ لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى فِي مَقَامٍ آخَرٍ يَا أَيُّهَا النَّبِيُّ إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ شَاهِدًا إِنَّا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ شَاهِدًا وَمُبَشِّرًا وَنَذِيرًا وَدَاعِيًا إِلَى اللَّهِ بِإِذْنِهِ وَسِرَاجًا مُنِيرًا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم 
How many of us have an Islamic library in our house? No, 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 let's be honest. How many of us have a musalla in our homes? Allahu Akbar. <laughs> let's take a survey. Let's ask our own listeners to be honest. That we're building a home. Have I made a room for salah? <laughs> so that my children, my wife and myself, inshallah, we could sit and have ta'aleem. Make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Create a mahal of the masjid at home. Yes, the men folks should go to the masjid and read namaz. But I'm talking about nafil ibadat if we sit together in a home. How many of us, Mulana, have really, really, to be honest, made a namaz room? Allah. Not one small two-by-two two namaz room. I'm talking about at least a room that is three-by-three three or four-by-three meters, 12 square meters, Mulana, that your family can sit and make zikr, tilawat, you can have talim, you can have questions and answers. That's one. Number two, Monara, is our children going to Madresa? Monara, we have to structure a new syllabus. We need to look at the syllabus of the Madaris. Mm. What we learned 20 years ago, 30 years, alhamdulillah. But today the children are much more, alhamdulillah, educated. They, they computer literate, Monara. They're far in their thinking and their advancement. So, Monara, Imagine if we have general knowledge question as a subject in Madresa. Not only when there's a quiz, Mulana, when there's a prize. Yes, Ustaz. That we ask certain questions. No. Our children, alhamdulillah, one of our duties is that we should inculcate in them the love for the history of Islam. And inshallah, maybe Mulana, we should have a series of discussions on this. We ask general knowledge questions. We educate our, our listenership, Mulana, and insha'Allah, let's empower them. So the second place where insha'Allah, where all this knowledge should come through is that we need to review the syllabus of the madrasas, the kitabs. We need to bring in this beautiful topic of tarikh and history of Islam, the Sahaba, and Hudur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just not who was Rasulullah's father, who was Rasulullah's yes. mother. Mm. This is just the general questions in history. Mm. Oh, no, no. That is not even, you know, come up five, five, five percent yes. of the real history of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh, no, no. When we were in school, we used to learn the dates of all the different types of wars that took place in the world. See, we had a special section in the question paper where we bahatted the dates oh, no, no, for the year, mm. the historic event that took place. What benefit? Nothing to us, Mulana. Imagine us knowing when the Battle of Badr took place, which was the first war that was fought in Islam. How many Sahaba were present in that battle? How many of the enemy were present? Subhanallah. So, coming back to your question. Mulana. I see, I, I, I see Sister Hanifa from Sentence says, please bring this notice to Mulana Salim. We know all the cricket players' names. We know our football players' names. We know the rugby football players' names. Leave that, Mulana Salim. We know, we know our Indian actors' names, but we, know the, we don't know the history of our beloved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sister Hanifa, we'll start from Senten. Hmm. Well, well said to the sister, mashallah. She is 100% correct, Mulana. And that's what I'm trying to drive home here now, this evening, Mulana. It's a wonderful topic that those Masum children, subhanAllah, what an effort mm. they make to answer those questions. It brings great joy and happiness, Murana. Mubarak bar to those parents and all those who assist them. Murana, if my son gave the answer, I'll just give you one example. Okay, what joyous moment it is when a father sees his son or daughter excel 
in Islamic matters and Islamic uh, topics. One day Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam engaged the Sahaba Ikram and asked them a question. Mm. Which tree in the world does not shed its leaves in winter, summer, autumn or spring? Which tree? When it comes to winter, all the trees, the branches, the leaves dry and everything becomes barren. As soon as spring comes, alhamdulillah, you find the shoots coming out. Soon, inshallah, we'll be getting into spring and summer. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, subhanallah, asked the Sahaba ikram the question, which tree does not shed its leaves throughout the year? So Sahaba ikram couldn't answer the question. Hazrat Abdullah ibn Umar was a small boy. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala's son, he was sitting in that majlis. And he knew the answer. But because the senior Sahaba was sitting there, Hazrat Abu Bakr, Hazrat Umar, his father, Hazrat Usman, Hazrat Ali, all the great, great Sahaba were sitting there. So he found it that, you know, it will be khilaf adab for me to say something. So when the majlis was over, he goes up to his father, Hazrat Umar, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and says, Abba, when Rasulullah asked you all that question, which tree does not shed its leaves throughout the year. It was the Kajur tree. I knew the answer. Mm. So Hadar Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, Beta, you know, I would have been the happiest father if you gave that answer in the presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You would have made me proud. Allahu Akbar. So when you see this little shining stars on your program, Murana, Giving those answers, subhanAllah, it brings great joy yes, and memory Ustad. back. Mm-hmm. And it is so much of excitement for the parents. So, may Allah make all our children like that. Ameen. And inshallah, let's, let's make a start for the new year this coming. Muharram is coming, inshallah, in the next 10, 15 days. Let's make a resolution that, inshallah, I want to buy one or two Islamic books, general knowledge Islamic books, and inshallah, I want to, inshallah, have my children before we have meals. Let's read one page of the kitab, one book in English, inshallah, to educate my wife, my spouse, and my children. Hmm. Let's come back what the Sahaba Ikram used to do, Mulana. Sahaba Ikram used to say, Ijlis bina, no Akbar. Come sit with us so we can revive and review our iman. That's what happens, Mulana. What a beautiful hadith. Ijlis bina. Sahaba Ikram used to say to each other, Ijlis bina, sit with us. Mu'minusah. Mm. Come sit with us. So that we can renew and revive. Mulana, mm. may Allah give you Ajri Azim. These are nice questions, pertinent questions, inshallah. Coming back to our topics, the biggest problem for Allah's punishment and azab in society now, whether it's South Africa or it's the world, mm. is three things. One is fornication. Young people unmarried committing zina. Sure. Number two is adultery. And number three is pornography. Mm. If you see all the problems in society, mm-hmm. 
all the punishment from Allah, all the difficult sicknesses that you see. Allahu Akbar. Let's look at this beautiful hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Immorality never appears amongst a people to such an extent that they commit it openly. Are you seeing this, Mulana? Guna karkar tamal and be so proud about it, and we brag about it, we speak about it. Astaghfirullah. What a beautiful hadith. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying that immorality never appears amongst the people to such an extent that they commit it openly. Mm. And what Allah Ta'ala does, but plague and diseases that were never known amongst the predecessors will spread amongst them. Are we not seeing the reality today, Mulana? Take this coronavirus, take HIV, take all the sicknesses that you see in the world. Mulana, somewhere along the line that we are doing gunas, we are inviting the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Pak is saying, Wala zina. Hmm. And do not approach unlawful sexual intercourse. إِنَّهُ كَانَ فَاهِشًا It's an immorality. And it's an evil as a way. So how do we protect ourselves? The greatest protector. إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا لِلْفَحْشَاءِ you want to protect yourself. You want to safeguard your chastity. Mm. Read your namaz on time. Read your five daily namazes. Inna salata tanha anil fahshai. Indeed, namaz will prohibit you mm. immorality and wrongdoing. Walla akbar. And the remembrance of Allah is great. This is the key to our problem in society, that if we read our namaz with khushu and khudu, we read our namaz like how Rasulullah explained, and we reach the status of ihsan. Mm-hmm. What is the meaning of ihsan? That when you say takbir taharima and stand in front of Allah, your thinking and your mindset must be as follows. You are standing in front of Allah, and Allah... You are seeing Allah Rabbul Alameen. You must create that thought in your mind that I'm standing in front of my Rabb. I can see my Rabb. Mm. If not, my Allah is watching me. How much of khushu, khudu, simplicity, ikhlas, I will read my namaz. So what a beautiful weapon Allah has given us. Namaz, inna salat, definitely namaz will stop you from immorality. Haq. It will stop you from evil doing. <laughs> and the dhikr of Allah, the remembrance of Allah is great. Well said a hadith of the Prophet, the second thing. Mm-hmm. Lower your gaze. Mm. All the gunas that start, start with the eyes. Especially zina. Stop. It starts with the eyes. Mm. What did Rasulullah say to you and me? 
lower our gaze. This is haya, this is sharab. Inal haya, minal iman. Bearing the modesty is from iman. So if you want to stop the wrath of Allah in your daily life, in your interaction with public, hmm. lower your gaze. It's a test from Allah Rabbul Alameen. You know, in the hadith of the Prophet it's mentioned that if there is a woman, a beautiful woman, the first glance sometimes happens unintentionally. Your eyes fall on that woman. The first gaze is mouth. And the second one is a poison of shaitan. Hmm. You know, staring at um, a woman, غير mahram. The curse of it is the sweetness of your iman goes away. You'll read namaz, you'll read Quran, you'll make zikr. But you'll never find contentment. Because this is such a curse. Allah Pak is asking the believing men and believing women, lower your gaze. Yes, you have to interact in business. You have to go to the bazaar. You have to meet people. So at least common decency, akhlaq, lower your gaze. You can lower your gaze and speak. You have to look at somebody direct in the eyes mm. and speak to them. So what a beautiful nasihat by Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Lower your gaze. And say, God, your private parts. We have to speak about this topic, Mulana. One of the sisters sent a question. Mm. This is becoming rife in the Muslim society, wife swapping. What a bad you know. What a weak and coward person is that individual that allows another man to come in his house. Mm. See? And here it's even worse. You know, Molana, even animals are so particular when it comes to their female partners, Molana. They will kill the next animal. It's, it's known that the female had had something to do with another male. They will kill that female. Mm. And look at this insan. Wallah made the ashraful makhluk, the best of relation, mm. with allowing his wife to be visited and used by another man. Na'udhu billah min zali. Mulana, iza fatakal hayawu faq al-masyid. You know, when you lose izzat, integrity, modesty, you are worse than an animal. Do what you want. Mm. So now we're asking ourselves, Mulana, as you said, the sins that invite the wrath of Allah, Another question that came, Mulana, we spoke about this many times, pornography. One sister says, Mulana, my husband is addicted to it. He wants to watch this every day, inviting the wrath of Allah. Mm. First of all, it is haram to touch the satar of anybody. To look at the satar of anybody is haram. And here, what is happening, Mulana? Where is our sharam and haya and modesty? And the third thing is adultery. Married people committing zina. Hmm. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. 
What is the punishment? If you are married in terms of Sharia, you will be stoned to death. And if you are unmarried, you will be given 100 lashes in public. Hmm. So it will be a lesson for society to learn. Islam is a deen of kindness, but when it comes to hududullah, when it comes to the boundaries of Islam, which is clearly stipulated in the Quran, وَلَا تَقْرَبُ الزِّنَا إِنَّهُ كَانَ فَاحِشًا So, Mulana, that being the brief introduction for our topic tonight, maybe our listeners can come in at this juncture, and maybe they could give us some input as to what is happening in society. Hmm. And can they offer some solutions? Maybe, alhamdulillah, there are some brilliant people in our listenership. Let's hear from them. Hmm. So there's, a, there's, a, there's a brother who's listening to the program, and he says here, uh, lovely topic, uh, and he says, does actions of eating haram, like pork, grant you a curse by Allah? He says he had the habit of eating pork. Ustad, anonymous brother. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, kulu minat tayyibati wa'amalu salihah. Oh, you who believe, eat what is pork and pure, and Allah ta'ala will give you tawfiq to do good deeds. Manana, if you look at pork, or you look at a pig or a swine, mm. one of the most filthiest animals, when you go to India, you have seen a lot of other places where there's poverty. They don't have proper sewage, mm. especially those who are living in the rural area, Mulana. They breed pigs. And what is the job of these pigs? They eat all the muck and sewage. Can you imagine what's going into the, into the stomach and, to the, and the muscles of that animal? So, you if you see a swine or a pig, Mulana, mm. it's behavior. And you find people who eat that. Unfortunately, you'll find that type of behavior coming out in them. That's why Islam is so particular that every animal that you eat must be taken. Allah's name must be taken. But for Allah, take Allah's name. Mm. Because what you eat, Mulana, is going to affect your iman. It's going to affect your ibadat. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, one rukma of haram that goes down your gullet, 40 days of namaz that is accepted, is taken away this one. Allahu Akbar. So now, the brother asked the question, definitely, whatever you eat, Mulana, it has a rippling effect in your akhlaq, in your habits, and in your ways. So eat what Allah has made halal. Hmm. What Allah has forbidden us, stay away from it. Why can't we eat the lion, Mulana, tiger, hmm. leopard? These animals, they tear the prey into pieces. They eat raw blood, raw meat. That is not accepted in Islam. That's why when we make sabah, Mulana, when we sacrifice an animal, when we slaughter an animal, what is the Sharia's ruling? Let after you slaughter all four veins, the gullet, the windpipe, and the jugular vein, the two jugular veins, let the animal bleed on its own. 
so that all the impure blood is removed from the body and muscles, so that when you eat that meat, it is halal first, number two, it's healthy, and number three, it's tasty. Mm. Everything Islam is about cleanliness. And the biggest factor that really works on our Iman, Mawana, is that if we eat doubtful food, if we eat haram food, we eat from haram earnings, Mawana, some of the businesses that we run, some of the activities that we are involved in, Mawana is 100% insurance related, 100% interest in it, Mawana. Sure. We are feeding our children. We're feeding our wives and children. We're giving that donation to madrasas, madaris. We're giving it to students. What will be the end result? I'm not saying everybody does that. But Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam warned us. Al-halalu bayinun. Halal is clearly explained. Wal-haramu bayinun. Allah Pak has clearly mentioned what is haram. And if you are in doubt, stay out. No, our attitude pull Bismillah, eat. Just take Bismillah and eat. Don't worry about the Mulanas, what they say or what they Allah. Don't worry. Eat. How? Apni bachoko bhi khlao, aap bhi khao. Astaghfirullah. And destroy your life, destroy your family, destroy your iman, destroy your deen. Rana, we need to teach our children. MashaAllah, some of the children, they are so well trained. See? My grandson came the other day, Morana. First thing, he looked at that packet. Mm. We just got some halal stamp on it. We asked, where did you buy this from? Uh-huh. So if you start teaching your children that Allah Ta'ala wants you and me to eat what is pure and halal, you educate them according to their understanding. Morana, imagine this child grows up and is conscious of what is halal and haram. What akhlaq the child will have, Morana? What an impact he make in the family. So it starts with us, Mulana, as parents. If we instill these values in our children, mm. teach them, educate them, inform them, inshallah, Aziz, we'll have a better generation, we'll have a better ummah. Allah's mercy and rahmat will descend upon us. Mm. But Ustad, I, 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 I'm not understanding, Ustad. I see everyone wants tonight's uh, uh, podcast uh, on our topic, sins that invite the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, the brother says... Uh, he doesn't want to mention his name. He wants to remain strictly anonymous. And he doesn't want to say which place. And we respect him for that, Ustaz. We do respect him. He says, uh, Dear Mulana Salim, I can't stop having affairs. It's not that my wife doesn't make me happy. But I am always attracted to other women. Even if I just flirt. I am always partaking in grave sins, like having intimate with women. In other words, sex with women besides my partner. Can I be forgiven? Does Allah's mercy fall away from me? Anonymous brother, Ustad. Ya Allah. First and foremost, let's go back to the ayat again. Inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar wala dhikrullahi akbar. You know, I think it was during the time and khilafat of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala that a person fell in love with a lady. Hmm. And he's to stalk her. So she said to him, mm-hmm. I will marry you on one condition. I want you to eat namaz behind Hazrat Umar for 40 days. Sure. I want you to read namaz behind with jama'at 
behind Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And when you finish the 40th day, you come to me, I will marry you. When you're in love, pagal ho jate hain, mm. you do anything for a woman, it happens. 100%. I'm going to answer this brother's question in a nice way, inshallah. So the, the person said, okay, no problem. And then he started going to read namaz behind Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala because his ultimate goal was what? I want this woman. But she was very wise because she knew what, what she was telling him. She knew what this verse of the Quran was saying. Indeed, namaz will prohibit immorality and wrongdoing. So, this person started reading namaz. Not even 10 days in the process. When Allah consciousness came into him, his love for Allah, his conscious for Allah, the feeling of sweetness of Iman started slowly coming in. That evil, that love, that lust that was in his heart slowly started diminishing. After 40 days, he was not interested in that woman. His love for Allah and namaz became priority in his life. When this ancient incident was mentioned to Hadrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, he said, Wallahi, it is haq in the Quran, ke inna salata tanha anil fahshai wal munkar. Indeed, namaz prohibits you from immorality and wrongdoing. Wallahi, akbar. And the zikr of Allah is the greatest. This brother has a sickness. One is the sickness of his eyes. Rasulullah said, you guarantee me that you look after two pieces of flesh. Mm. One is between your lips, that is your tongue, and one is between your legs. If you can guarantee me that you look after it and not involve yourself in haram activities, I will stand guaranteed by Allah for your jannah. Mm. One. Number two. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting in a masjid. A young man comes to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in the presence of the Sahaba al-Kiram, he directly addresses the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and says, Ya Rasulullah, I want you to give me permission to commit zina. <laughs> Sahaba al-Kiram wanted to pick him up and throw him out of the masjid. How dare you ask such a sinful question, embarrassing question to Rahmatul Lil Alameen. Yeah, he was yeah. angry with this individual. Huzul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the Sahaba, calm down and sit down. See, Rasulullah was a Hakim. Hakimul Hukama. Rasulullah was the greatest psychologist. How was that? You and I will react like that, Mana. Instantly, we want to hit the person or pick him up and throw him out. That's our reaction. Rasulullah said to the young man, please come and sit next to me. Let your knees touch my knees. Mm-hmm. Imagine the scene. In the presence of Rasulullah, this man, young man, is saying to the Prophet wasallam, give me permission to commit zina. Sahaba ikram are 
Rasulullah said, leave him alone, you all sit down. Rasulullah called the young man closer and said, touch my knees with your knees. Rasulullah starts asking him a question. He said, young man, do you have a mother? Hmm. He said, Ya Rasulullah, I do have a mother. Would you like someone to commit zina with your mother? He says, definitely not, Ya Rasulullah. Rasulullah asked him, do you have an aunt? He says, gee, Ya Rasulullah, I do have an aunt. Would you love somebody to commit zina with your aunt? He says, no. Do you have a sister? He says, gee, Ya Rasulullah, I do have a sister. Would you want somebody to commit zina with your sister? <laughs> he says, no, Ya Rasulullah. Said, if you are going to commit zina, it's going to be somebody's wife, it's going to be somebody's mother, it's going to be somebody's daughter, it's going to be somebody's sister. You don't want that for yourself. Allah. <laughs> and then Rasulullah sallallahu this is the way the touching part is. Mm. Rasulullah put his hand on the young man's heart and gave him such beautiful to us. See, don't write off people. Allahu Akbar. Allah claims this young man's heart from all the evil thoughts in his mind. And Rabbul Alameen protect this young man's private parts. Save him from zina. They say that that young man in the lifetime of Rasulullah, became one of the most pious amongst the Sahaba al-Kiram, Ridwanullahi ta'ala alayhi majma'in. For this brother who's got this habit, simple, become bad with the Shaykh, inshallah. Find yourself an alim, a wali of Allah, an alim of your choice that you trust. Go and sit to him, talk to him about your weakness. Mm-hmm. And inshallah, he will spiritually doctor you and give you medication spiritually. Inshallah, that one. Number two, avoid public places. Mm. Number three, avoid being in the presence of ghair mahram woman. If you have a sex drive that is uncontrollable, go and keep a rosa. Because, Ya Mashara Shabab, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is addressing the young people. Oh youth, anistata'a minkumul ba'a. Those of you have the means and capability to marry, falyatazawwaj. Go and get married is wajib. And I think last yesterday we spoke about this topic, Mulana, or this morning. That if Allah has blessed you with children, keep a good name. Number two, give them the best Islamic education. And number three, when they reach a marriageable age, get the married. If you fail in that responsibility, and if that son or daughter of yours starts committing zina and fornication, the azab and punishment mm. will equally rest on the shoulders of the parents. But Ustad, do you think a person can be addicted for this, Ustad? Sorry, Munana? Do you think a man can be addicted for this? That the brother is posing this question, Ustad? Munana, maybe he needs to go and see a doctor, a urologist, uh-huh. they need to give him some injections. No, sad. No, no, I'm serious. No, no, maybe his hormones, yeah, his testosterone levels are too high. Allah, Akbar. It's a sickness sometimes, no, no. It also happens amongst the females also. 
Allah protect us from this type of sicknesses. Amin, amin. You have people in society. They are abnormal. But I'm giving you from an Islamic perspective for this brother, Mawlana. First, insha'Allah, Aziz, we should make bad with the pious wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, as I said, he should lower his gaze. Number three, he should avoid himself being in the public where there is women, insha'Allah, Aziz. And Allah has given him a halal wife, insha'Allah, Aziz. Whenever there's a desire and a lust, insha'Allah, Aziz, go and fulfill it with his wife. And if he feels he needs another wife, and that's the only way, maybe, insha'Allah, Aziz, he can fulfill his haq mm. and satisfy whatever he has to do. Maybe that could be uh, one of the solutions to the problem. Number three, he asked the question, will Allah forgive him? Yes, yes. Allah will forgive him, mm. provided he makes sincere tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Haq. قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَصْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الْبُنُوبَ جَمِيعًا Allah will forgive all your kabira gunas, whether it's zina, whether it's stealing, whether it's what. Whatever kabira gunas, there's a list over 200, 300 kabira gunas in the world that we commit as insan. Allah will forgive all of them. Kufr and shirk, Allah will never forgive. But any other guna, and provided you make tawbah sincerely. What does tawbah sincerely mean? Number one, you must feel remorseful that what I am doing, what I did, I'm absolutely ashamed. I'm absolutely embarrassed. Number two, I make sincere tawbah. And I make a firm pledge to Allah that Rabbul Alameen, I will not repeat this guna. Hmm. And number three, after every guna that I make in al-hasanat, use Ibn Follow it up, back it up with good deeds. And constantly make a step forward to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if this is the question the brother asked, as I said, to solve his problem, maybe it's a medical condition, maybe he needs to see a urologist, inshallah, they will give him some injections or some medication to calm his system down. I hope that answers the question. Well, so there's, a, there's, there's another one here says, uh, I like you guys showed this evening, uh, I was an occasional drinker. I have heard that for 40 days I am impure and nothing is accepted in terms of prayer or good deeds. Is this true? Anonymous brother, Ustad. Ah. Everything that intoxicates is haram. Now, we don't have to go into detail. Allah has made it very clear in the Quran that wine and drinking is haram and forbidden. Mm. It's sad that Mulana, some of us have become social drinkers. Mulana, when we sit with non-Muslims, mm. you want to act like them. Mulana, you see how people start smoking cigarettes. Mulana. First is peer pressure. And we were in school, you have friends who used to smoke. I've never in my life touched cigarettes. Allahu Akbar. Allah Ta'ala, lak lak shukar, never in my life. I had a lot of friends who would do and try to try to convince us. But Allah has been kind and rahim and kareem. So what happens, Murana, peer pressure. It starts from there. Because nobody in that family smokes. And here is your son. 
Moscow. Out of the blue comes and you find cigarettes in his pocket. See, you find cigarettes in his room, in his cupboards. See, and it shocks you as a parent. None of us smoke. Where did this child get to know about smoking? Mm. No, it's friends. It's peer pressure. And obviously, you know, you want to be like the Joneses. Because if I don't do it, my friends will ostracize me. So that's where it starts from. So drinking, Mulana, this is, it's, it's sad that today Muslims are drinking, Mulana. Now they came up with a new concept of halal beer. No, no. Hmm. Such a ridiculous understanding. Halal beer. So that brother, he needs to make tawbah sincerely. Maybe again he's to go. He must go to AA, Alcoholic Anonymous. I think they give you tips. They teach you a lot of things. But for you, if he becomes parent of Salah again, inshallah, he sit in the company of pious people. He sit in the company of ulama. Whenever there's a urge to drink, he must just say Inni Akhafullah. See when Hazrat Yusuf Ali learned the beautiful word of Hazrat Yusuf Ali Salam. Hazrat Yusuf salam, Allah Ta'ala had given him half the world's beauty. Mm. And Zulekha became ashik on him. He, she did everything in her power to seduce him. Allah protected the Nabi. He wasn't the Nabi at that time, but the Nabi in coming. Allah protects him right from infancy. This is the sunnah of Allah Rabbul Alameen, that every Nabi is protected right from infancy. Mm. Who's that? So when Zulekha mm. called him, she shut all the doors, locked all the doors. Mm. And what did she say in the Quran? Come here. See, nobody here, nobody is watching us. If the coast is clear, please come. What did Hazrat Yusuf say? I seek Allah's protection. And Hazrat Yusuf started running. And as he ran through the door, Allah opened the doors for him to mm. escape. I don't know how many doors there were, seven or eight or nine doors. Automatically, those doors opened. And Hadad Yusuf ran out. But what did he initially say when he was cornered? Fear Allah, I fear Allah. Likewise, on the day of Qiyamat Mulana, there are going to be several categories of people will be under the arsh of Allah, the shade of Allah's arsh. One is going to be that young man, handsome, muscular, smart looking. And a beautiful woman invites him and wants to seduce him. And he says, Inni akhafullah. I can't do this. I fear Allah. He walks away. Many times people are tested in this. You're cornered. And what do you do? Just turn your eyes and you take a walk. Mm. I cannot do this. In me, I fear Allah. I cannot do this. What answer am I going to give Allah. to Allah? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Mm. Who's that? Mm. Self-control. That is the bottom line. You can control your mm. So I hope that brother understands this. Mm. Inshallah. Drink water. Inshallah. Drink Zamzam water. Allah, take this bad habit out of me. See? And every time that earth comes to drink, punish yourself. I'm gonna if I make this mistake, I have to give two hundred rands in charity. Mm. Punish yourself. 
slowly but surely you need the support of your family you need the support of your 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 alim or your counselor inshallah eventually you will give up this bad habit mm-hmm. make dua to allah taala make tawbah and repent and just think for one moment can i stand intoxicated in front of allah mm-hmm. i cannot stand intoxicated in front of my father my ustad or anybody how am i going to stand intoxicated on the day of kiamat in front of my allah mm-hmm. ustad I, 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 i know time is up but we touching on uh, sins of course that invite the wrath of allah there's a listener ustad feeling so sad so guilty so bad And the sister says that I went to a sangoma and I made jadu for my own brother for him to lose everything for him to lose his business and today my ya Allah said look, look, listen to this and today my brother is so sickly how do Allah forgive me anonymous sister ustad jadu ustad come on mona a brother just sent me a message this morning uh-huh. he said mona you and mona arafat need to talk about this these fake armies that you get in this country of south africa mm. you know they know how to play with the emotions of women they make you do haram things by haram things molana they use hypnotism on you they sleep with the woman molana they do haram activities with the woman mm. they make the woman unconscious no stop they take photographs molana they abuse the woman sexually Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Never ever go to that amil. If you want, look for a genuine amil and go with a mahram. And whichever amil says, I want to see you alone in the room, you run from there as fast as you can. Okay. These fake alims, not alims, not alims, sorry, amils, Malala, they need to be kicked out and removed from this country. Gee, whether from they are from Africa, whether they are from India, whether they are from Pakistan, or wherever they are. They found South Africa, gee, a gold fishing ground. <laughs> Anything happened, your your brother did this uh, uh, jadu, your father did it, your mother did it, your mother-in-law did it. <laughs> Now, Uzzu Billah, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000. Here is a sister who is destroying her brother's life. She needs to read the Kalima again. If she went, then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever goes to an astrologer and whoever goes to people who profess that they know the unseen, they've lost their iman. And now, he's sitting with a problem, seeing her, her brother suffering. She needs to make tawbah, she needs to read her kalima again. She needs to go and ask her brother for mafi. She must try to compensate for the wrong that she's done. Marana, your own brother, your own blood, how can this ever happen, Marana? Again, it's about jealousy. It's about hatred, it's about animosity. Why must you be better than me? But these amils, hmm. there are many of them fake. You know, in Ramadan, you know, we present calendars. I'll show you a typical example. The dua day for Allahumma subhu laka ghadan. So this one, one clever guy, he act like he's a big mulana. He cut all those small, small duas out and he folded it up like a tawis. And he told the people, Mashallah, I can cure all the jadu and seher and jinnat in your life. And he was giving them the dua folded up. He said, Isko kol namat, don't open this thing yet. Otherwise, tum barbaad ho jau yu. So one clever gun said, no, I want to see what this, what this, what this person is giving. And what does he find there? See? The dua to fast. And the dua when you read, when you break your fast. Such con artist, Mulana. And Mulana, Allah has given us deen. Your biggest ta'weez is Ayatul Kursi. Your biggest ta'weez is Qul A'udhu Bi Rabbil Falak, Qul A'udhu Bi Rabbil Nas and Surah Al-Baqarah. 
whatever taklif you want, whatever jadu or whatever jinnat, Wallahu al-Azim, Wallana. Allah has given, Allah sent this beautiful surah, the Mu'awazatain, to Rahmatun lil Adameen Muhammadur Rasulullah. Rasulullah was effected. Gee, I'm not going to go into that history. But you ask the question what the sister did. Wallana, it's sad that in Africa, I don't think some of us have got any upper or brains. Mm. We become so vulnerable that whatever the person is saying, asking for money. Now is a new thing, Molana. He must bring the whole inside of the animal. One person said to me, no, uh, Molana, that, that Amin said, I must bring my underwear and come. I must bring my nails and come. I must bring my hair and come. No, 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 Ustad, no, Ustad, no, Astaghfirullah, Allah. You, you started the topic, Mulana, we need to talk about it. The brother phoned me this morning, and we need to expose, and if there are any sisters who were abused by this fake porn mm. artist, Mulana, they must come and talk to us. We're gonna, we, 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 we have to leave it there. I, I see somebody says, Mulana Salim Karim is hitting the nail, he is speaking the truth. I was involved in it, and he asked me to be naked, to send the, no, Ustad, come on. Come on, Ustad. Yes, yes, the sister, I'm, I'm saying to you, Inshallah, Mulana, we'll talk about this topic here next week. But it's a big problem in society, Mulana. Our sisters, our mothers, and our wives are getting vulnerable and they're falling in the trap. And these con artists, Mulana, every bone in their body should be broken. Really. You know, it is sad to destroy a family, to destroy a relationship. Mulana, this is not acceptable. No way, Mulana, no way. Allah, we'll definitely, on. definitely. Part two next week, Thursday. Don't miss out, my beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, uh, the discussion. Let me love you and leave you. Time is up. My engineer need to leave. Ustad, I'm not going to remind you about the question. We we'll leave it for next week, inshallah. No, 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 wait, no, 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 wait, no, 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 Two and three. Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> I will start stopping. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> well, let me love <laughs> Oh, I knew he's going to get me. Somebody said, Malana, I'm going to remind Malana Salim for him to remind you. I can't even remember the age. Well, I can't even remember the age. Let me love you. Leave you on this beautiful evening. See you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place on our program. Warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. We leave you in love in this beautiful evening. <laughs> I see everyone is having a good laugh. I see listeners of UK. Anyway, time for me to say tata. See you guys tomorrow morning on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jamia. Salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.